0: I made the decision to really go all in. I made the investment. I bought 20,000 boxes for a product. I had not sold 20,000 Vaprons at this point. I had not sold anywhere near 20,000 Vaprons. But I asked the awkward questions to people that I had no business talking with. You're listening to Financial Grown Up
1: with me, certified financial planner Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're gonna get there together. I'm gonna bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. That was entrepreneur Kelsey Larson of Baby talking about jumping in big when she decided her hobby, making unique bibs that wrap around the baby, was going to be a lot more than a stay-at-home mom hobby. Hello, financial grown-up friends, and special welcome to our newest listeners. If you have a moment, I want to hear how you discovered the show. And also, any feedback or suggestions, DM me on Instagram at bobbyrabel 1 on Twitter at Bobby Rebell, or email hello at financialgrownup.com. And as I said, suggestions, feedback, anything that can help me improve the show and grow the show, truly appreciated. Let's get to Baybron Babies, Baby's Kelsey Larson. So the beginning of her story is really relatable, but where she went and where she's going is pretty extraordinary and something that we can all learn from. There are so many decisions that she'd made so far that really changed the course of where the company is going. And that's affected her life and her business. Make sure you stay for our Everyday Money Tip, by the way. It is about a vision board, but it's not really the kind of vision board that you're used to. It's got a big twist that I think you guys are gonna really get a lot from. Here is Baypron Baby founder, Kelsey Larson. Hey, Kelsey Larson. You're a financial grown-up.
0: Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Bobby. It's so good to be here.
1: And I'm excited to hear more about your business. You are the founder and the owner. And I'm gonna we practice saying the name because I kept messing it up. <laughs> it's Vapron Baby. Apron Baby, yes.com, which is which I do want to point out is self-funded and debt-free. And you have really cool, I mean, your main product are these. I wish they were around when my son was younger, these bibs that are basically for the babies that rip off the bibs and throw them to the side, which
0: is pretty much, at least my kid, a lot of kids. Exactly. The company I started because my son wouldn't wear bibs, and I was getting so frustrated with how many of his outfits he was ruining.
1: Yeah, outfits, furniture, walls, so much can be ruined. All of the things. All of the things. And I want to talk to you about how this became, quote, a real company, a real brand, because you're now in everywhere from Bye Bye Baby, you're on Amazon, just everywhere that you would, I think, over 100 boutiques in this country. If this started as a hobby, though, how did you know this could be a brand? Tell us your money story.
0: You know, it sort of started out of necessity. I was a young mom. I had quit my job in HR to stay home with my little boy and I was living the dream, but my husband's a police officer, and we started looking through things, and we were like, wow, we need some additional income. I had made this product for my son. It was just something that I had created for him because I needed something that would cover his entire body when he was eating mealtime, and he was comfortable in it, and a friend mentioned Etsy. I had never heard of it. I had never sold anything on it for sure, and I just sort of made a listing. I took some pictures of a bib that my son, it was a apron that my son had actually worn. It was kind of dirty. I mean, I just took a picture of it and said, Hey, I'll sell this to you for, I think I said like my first one, I think I sold for $17. And
1: you just made it at home. You had just made this yourself.
0: I started this business. Honestly, I started everything that I have with a $99 brother sewing machine and 20 bucks in fabric. It was just something I made in my living room.
1: Wow. Okay. So how did you go from, now you start selling it on Etsy. What happens?
0: My very first listing sold within 24 hours to someone I'd never met, a stranger in Illinois. All of a sudden, I needed packaging. I needed to figure out how I was going to, how was I going to send this to her? I couldn't just send it.
1: And you hadn't thought about that?
0: No, not I didn't think I was ever going to sell anything. So I had a printer and I went online and I used Microsoft Paint to make myself a logo and write a few words about the product and printed it out and... It was very homemade.
1: <laughs> so that went on for about a year, the Etsy selling. Then you made a decision to really turn this into a brand.
0: What happened? From Etsy, I gained a little bit of confidence. I started realizing that this is a product that mothers and families need. Toddlers are really happy in it. They're comfortable and they're working. They're waterproof. You know, They have everything that we need. So I made the decision to really go all in. I made the investment. I bought 20,000 boxes for a product. I had not sold 20,000 patrons at this point. I had not sold anywhere near 20,000 patrons, but I asked the awkward questions to people that I, I had no business talking with. The owner of Easy Peasy, Lindsay Lorraine, She, I reached out to her one email. I think I sent her an email on Christmas Eve. Cold. You You didn't know her at all. Oh, no no contact prior to it, but I knew that she had been on Shark Tank and it was something I had been thinking about. So I kind of angled it as like, hey, I'm someone coming up the same path you did and I wanted some insight. It was Christmas Eve and she responded to me at like 11 o'clock at night within 20 minutes. Oh my gosh, wow. She was so quick to answer questions and so quick to give me her tips because she kind of did start the same way, just a single mom who had a product that she needed to get out in the world From there, I was able to awkwardly ask her the questions about like, hey, who makes packages? How do you find a company that does that? Because when I Googled it, I couldn't really find much. So a series of those awkward conversations where I asked someone who was successful already. and And you were just cold calling these
1: people. You were just emailing these people
0: cold. Honestly, it was basically just sending a message on Instagram or finding an email address or, you know, just little things here and there. There were businesses that did not ever respond to me but that's okay. I mean, not everybody has to give me the time of day, just reaching out about the very specific questions. And little by little, I found contacts for manufacturing. And then I found contacts for a team here in the United States who does this actual sewing of the product.
1: And then how did you grow it? How did it become this bigger brand that's now in so many retailers?
0: You know, Instagram has been a wonderful, wonderful tool. And being able to connect with other mothers has been great. You know, word of mouth advertising is the most successful form of marketing. And I never could have grown my business without customers taking my photos. You know, I don't have a photo studio, but we're still growing to buy by Baby and we're in Nordstrom and we're on Amazon and these places that I never could have done on my own.
1: So wait, what happens is, so people take pictures of their own babies and you, do you prompt them to do that? Do you ask them to do that?
0: Or did this just start happening? no. At first, I was just on Instagram trying to like hawk my product to the twelve followers that I had or something. Um, That first customer that I told you about on Etsy, she had bought the Babrin specifically for her little girl's eleven-month photo shoot. So she just sent me pictures, just saying like, "Hey, look how cute your product is on my baby." I asked her if I could use that for my marketing, and she absolutely was, "Yeah, that'd be great." And from there. I started to find that people are pretty excited to have their photos out. And so I would just reach out to individuals who had taken good pictures in the past, say, hey, if I send you a few products, can you take pictures for me? And absolutely, they would. And it's been a very slow organic growth. And brand wrapping has been something that I've been really grateful for.
1: So it's really been organic, authentic growth through social media.
0: Yes. Along with that, though, there was a lot of pacing myself, realizing that I can't do it all. I can't balance manufacturing on my own and marketing on my own and running my social media and taking care of my son and making sure that my family has the things that they need. And I very quickly learned how important it was to recognize the things that I'm failing at, maybe not failing, but that I just cannot fit in and get over the guilt of it. Stop feeling bad that I can't do it all. There's a David Allen quote that says, you can do anything, but you can't do everything.
1: All right. What is the lesson, the takeaway for
0: our listeners from this story? You think you're not ready, but you have an idea. There is no harm in just doing it, just going for it. If you're not embarrassed by the first version of your product that you've launched, you're, you started too late. Um, you'll find your success and you'll find what's working by putting it out in the marketplace, using your success as a test market and allowing yourself to organically grow.
1: All right, let's talk about your everyday money tip because it's something that a lot of us, it has to do with frankly, guilt that we feel because we can't do everything we feel we should and
0: we don't want to let people down. So, I have a vision board. Um, I actually have a physical vision board, you know, kind of like we did in middle school. Sure. I put pictures of things that I'm really good at, or I will identify things that I need someone else to do. Um, For example, I do not take good photos. I just don't. And my product and my brand, I mean, I'm on on Instagram. Everything has to look great. So I've been able to find and identify people who are great at it, who I can pay to handle that. You know, even if it's not money that you've got, talking with other women, other mothers, other business owners, people are really willing to help out other individuals who are trying.
1: Kelsey, before I let you go, tell us where people can find out more about you and the company.
0: Yeah, so we do most of our sales on bapronbaby.com. We are on Amazon. And then we also, as far as social media goes, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, it's just and Baby, B A P R O N baby. And you're also in retailers, right? Yeah, so local retailers throughout the country. We are in bundles with Easy Peasy on Bye Bye Baby and in Nordstrom. Love it. Thank you so much, Kelsey. Yeah, it was great to be
1: here. Thanks. All right, my friends, let's get to it. Financial grown-up tip number one, reach out boldly to people that you admire and can learn from. Be smart about it. Don't stalk anyone, okay? But there is nothing wrong with a few polite emails to someone that you admire. Flattery is a great strategy. You would be surprised how well it works and how few people actually do it. And maybe you're gonna get a mentor like Kelsey did and that, in her case, got her into a top retailer for her product. You would be amazed at the kinds of things people will do if you connect with them and you bond with them and make a relationship. People really do wanna help other people. Financial grown-up tip number two. If you have a side hustle and are considering going all in as Kelsey did, you gotta do some test marketing first before you go all in as she did. Let's not forget, Kelsey was selling on Etsy for a year before she even tried to go big. So while her growth plan, once she was doing it, was pretty bold, it did have a really strong foundation. All right, finally, I wanna thank you guys that have checked out my new podcast, Money in the Morning, with Joe Salciha. You may know him from his other podcast, Stacking Benjamins. So Joe and I take a couple of news headlines, and we share the lessons from it that we can all learn from, and we come up with a big idea, a big takeaway that you can really take with you and hopefully make some positive changes in your financial life and your well-being and sometimes just overall happiness. Here's where it gets really interesting and really scary for me. Uh, We do it live. We do not cut anything out, and we do it in front of you guys on camera on facebook live and if you want to be on the show you can actually participate with your comments which we integrate into the show go to facebook.com forward slash i set your alerts for when we go live it's really easy to do that we're working on a regular schedule but set the alerts for now we would love to see you there check out the audio podcast as well monday in the morning that is wherever you enjoy podcasts just like this one all right, big thanks to Kelsey for sharing her story and for helping us all get one step closer to being financial grown ups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebell is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.